Friday the 13th. This is 14. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking? Um, why does it why does it bother you so much to do Christmas early? Live in Cashway. <laughs> you had to get it in there. Just had to introduce it. Oh, gotcha. By the time Christmas is over, it's too much. December is too much. December is just too much for you. Because it okay. starts after Thanksgiving. Um, and then it's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas for a whole month and a half. It is true, though. Uh, I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, that sizzling noise in our background is our fire. It's If you can hear it. I think it's kind of wet wood. If you know what I'm like. It's not really the driest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Christmas. I But I don't like to spoil it by doing it too long either. Mm -hmm. And as much as... It's funny. As much as... You want to start early. It would get worn out a I lot know. sooner. A lot faster. I know. Because in my... My heart wants to start right now. But my brain knows I will get sick of it. <laughs> Seriously, by the time Thanksgiving gets yeah, here. Yeah, by the time Thanksgiving. And I want to watch all the Christmas movies. I want to do all of it. But I'm like, <laughs> I have to wait. Like seeing people post things like, uh, I think somebody was like, oh, watching Home Alone. I was like, I want to watch Home Alone. But I can't because I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a season. You know, it's also kind of funny, I think. Uh <clears throat> is a lot of people ask not a lot of people but i've been asked in the past like why do i celebrate christmas if i don't even really believe in mm -hmm. the christmas story the christ story um that's a silly question <laughs> right do, do you uh, even know where christmas came from right why are, it wasn't jesus why do you celebrate christmas <laughs> and do it you, yeah. wasn't jesus no Nope. It's a very pagan holiday. Uh -huh. I mean, come on. This is 2019. We you, can look it up by now Google where Christmas it. came from. Google it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. It I does. like to celebrate Christmas because it's, one, it's a tradition. Yeah. And um, it's fun to celebrate my kids or, and I give don't, to them. And I don't ever, I don't think we ever have taught, like, I mean, I have... I think probably in the past five years, I've probably had to explain to them what the nativity scene is and what that's about, because once again, we don't talk about anything like that. And uh, I think one time I was like, do you know what that is? Why they have these wise men and Jesus? <laughs> and do you even know the story that they, that's in the Bible or whatever? So I think I've explained it to them. I wonder if I asked them now if they still knew what it meant or not. Or if they knew the story, if they could recall the story of Jesus' birth. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wonder if they could. We just, yeah, I don't ever uh, do that one. What is your most memorable Christmas, you think? I guess we probably shouldn't be talking about Christmas. We should wait for our Christmas one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Great, we're spoiling it. Shit. <laughs> um, well, there's two. Okay. One year, I got a pair of Converse shoes, 
and I did not like them. <laughs> but and but I, I remember. But I, I thought I would hurt my mom's feelings by being like, no, I don't want to. I I want to get a different pair because she's like, oh, we can take it back, no big deal. But I just had to keep on pretending like I liked them because I didn't want to hurt her feelings That's for some funny. dumb reason. Yep, <laughs> and she didn't even care. Yeah, right. She's probably like, please just let me take them yeah. back. I never, I hardly even wore them. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. And then. Um, when we got our snowboards oh, one year. That's pretty cool. That's exciting. Everybody got snowboards and stuff. Yeah. Um, my Christmases were all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was a baby of my yeah. family. I just know that, you know, looking back now, it's not my mom's fault, but uh, I can see why my siblings were disgusting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think they would come over on Christmas and just be like, oh my gosh, mom, why'd you get Ali so much stuff? And I would. I would get a shit ton of stuff. Um, I guess my most memorable Christmas is when I got sick. My brother was sick. No, I, I lied. I was sick. And my brother felt bad, so he came and slept with me, which got him sick. Oh. We both woke up Christmas morning with the flu, didn't want to open anything. We literally were just sitting on the couches, like, and they ha my mom would, like, bring me a gift to open, and I'd be like, cool, thanks. <laughs> I thought you were, like, morning sickness. <laughs> that was a thing, too. <laughs> that was a different I mean, Christmas. I'm trying to think, though. Okay, I had my baby in June. So I, I barely was pregnant, I think, at that moment. I think I, because I think I found out I was pregnant maybe in November. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Yeah, that was a rough, that was a rough year. Because like even my birthday, because I turned 16 pregnant and um, I got maternity clothes. I mean, how awesome is <laughs> right? that? <laughs> is that when you got so those awesome. puchetas? Probably. No, mine that I have right now? No. I probably got some around it, but those aren't pregnant puchettas. No. How dare you? But you wore them when you were pregnant. Yeah, well, because I was a, well, a smallish girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is kind of, it was kind of rough, but even our own traditions, I'm not like big, you're not a traditional family, I wouldn't say. Like, you don't have like traditions that you do ever. I feel like you do, you just don't think you do. I'm just a little more nonchalant than chalant. <laughs> I'm a little more non than I am chalant. <laughs> no. And I'm more chalant than non, you know? <laughs> I love our Thanksgiving tradition. I love going to the casinos for Thanksgiving dinner. We have never made a Thanksgiving dinner yeah. since we've been married. Well, that's a lie. You haven't. I know that. We made, uh, me uh, and Melanie made Thanksgiving dinner in Tennessee. Uh, when we lived there while you and Ken went to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> That's remember? right, yeah. Remember? What, the mouse ear or something? Yeah, the that... mouse's ear uh -huh. or something oh, in Tennessee. Right. And you bumped into your, your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your cousin was there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, me and Melanie stayed up and uh, cooked and stuff. And uh, you and Ken went to the strip club. The mouse's ear. And of course we cooked until like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning because we're idiots. And Seriously. we don't know what the hell we're doing. So That was the strip. Oh, she had a big old C-section scar. 
Shut up. At the strip club. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Girl, okay. Feeling at home. Feeling at home. Nice. Right. I love a good mom. <laughs> uh, so that was a... Yeah, I do like our Thanksgiving. We go to the casino and... Eat the buffets. Yeah. They're always pretty good. We've gone to a few here in Albuquerque. Maybe three. My parents will come up and we'll go to the casino. But this year we're going down to Arizona with your family. Uh-huh. Your whole family. Uh-huh. Your whole family's going to be there. Uh, and they're always a good time. They're always... They always play games. Oh they boy. always get rowdy. Some some sort of competition breaks out Something somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somebody pulls a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idiot. Oh, <laughs> but I do like the holiday. I and that's what's so funny. It's like, yeah, I these are just traditions. And just like yeah. Columbus, it's like here we learn all this great things as children about Columbus finding America. And Seriously. nowadays, and now it's like. He's an ass. <laughs> yeah, which are complete and utter bullshit. I know. I mean, that's the crazy part. Even, I mean, it's easy. It was easy before the internet to, yeah. to pull the wool over someone's eyes and be like, this is a tradition. This is why we do it. Well, and, and keep the story alive uh-huh. in the context you want to keep yep. it in. Yep. It's in the book. It's in the history's books. This is how it's written. This is how we're displaying it. And this is what it is. And then, you know, come 2019, where you can go look up any scholar's findings. You can find, you know, from all over the world, everybody's, you know, opinion or uh, findings on each individual thing. Who came up with this story of Christopher Columbus? And, Christopher. And how, <laughs> how, how... How did it get written such that it was the way that we were taught it? And then it's completely not even close to that. Right. I know. It's but, not even but, relevant. But that's why I am such a skeptic, I feel like. It's because it's like, mainly everything's bullshit. I'd call you a conspiracist. I am not a conspiracist. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that is a cuss word. <laughs> I, I am very skeptical of what people tell me oh that's yeah. all and sure i guess i would be on the realm of conspiracy <laughs> no, but nothing like me no but um no because i am open to crazy possibilities because why not i yeah. don't know i mean i don't know what do i freaking know i sit in a house in albuquerque new mexico i mean it's pretty much all i know is my street my little existence uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to space. My No, my little tiny world. Yeah. Yeah, so. seriously. But that's the thing is like, um, so yeah, all of the history stories, it's always kind of like, I remember when we would used to talk about like John the Baptist, you know, and uh, when Christ was baptized, it's like, it's funny how somebody can tell that story like John the Baptist or somebody can describe that story. But then what about the person that was in, like going on a hike and just saw them in the water like, oh, these gay people just <laughs> playing around. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just perspective. Yeah, this guy was dunking people. <laughs> yeah. And there was a line. Yeah. It looked, I, I don't know if it was fun. I don't know what was going on down there. but um, Somebody was in trouble. I'm not yeah. sure. But as I'm just saying, it's like it's all about perspective. There's so many angles and sides to a story that it's really hard to say, yep, this is the right one. This is the right angle of yeah, the story. Because it's just that person's perspective of what was going on. Of the angle. Because uh-huh. yeah. Jesus didn't write any books. Yeah. There's no, all we have he are, was all we have are people's writings of Jesus. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so they could put any words they want to in his yeah. mouth. 
I'm going to write a book. Do Jesus. do it. <laughs> I'm writing it. Therefore, Jesus said, pull the trailer yonder, <laughs> down the street, and to the sign. <laughs> and don't do anything else. <laughs> and live happy. The end. Man, I love Jesus. <laughs> He's a wise guy. He's a wise guy. Oh, but that's what, I just find it funny because it's like, He's the reason for the season. It's like, he's not. No. He wasn't the beginning of the reason of the season. You really think that that was the start of Christmas? They're all, and Christmas was born <laughs> with Jesus. When Jesus wasn't even born. We're just going to celebrate his birth this time. And then, oh no, and then, oh yeah, this is his birth. Oh yeah, that's and right. And then he's crucified. He that's right, because he was really born in April, right? Or something yeah. like that. Easter or something. I don't know. But all I know is, where's the writings when he's... Two or five. Uh-huh. I want to know what he was like when he was a five-year-old. Yeah. I already know what he's like as a man and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like the baby Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, but so when we got married, I come from a lot of traditions. Like this is what you do. This is what we do Christmas morning. This is what we do Christmas afternoon. This is what we do Christmas evening. And now it's been kind of nice because we don't have no tradition. I don't feel like we have much traditions. Just pajamas on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, what do you want to make for Christmas? Cool. You know what? And here's the other thing. I wonder if, I had this thought this morning, like I wonder if, because everybody's up in arms about asking this question of decorating early or not, and um, I wonder if some people would be okay if they didn't decorate for Christmas. Like if it, it Like would that... Well, I know you wouldn't care, <laughs> but I mean, like, do some people feel like if they didn't decorate it, like it wouldn't be Christmas? Uh-huh, probably so. Like my mom, I think she got a tree one year and they didn't even put ornaments on it. And it's like, <laughs> stop buying a tree. Right. I just don't think I would care. Like once my kids are gone, I mean, obviously I will like a tree. Sure, but something. Yeah. I mean, as much as I say I would like a tree, then I start thinking, would I put ornaments on it? I, I just would want, I a little, want like, to put ornaments two on? foot tall tree. We no, can put it on our shelf. no. No. Oh, it has to be a full blown tree. No, no, but I just feel like when you're saying I that, feel like I you visualize just keep saying no, no. Well, no. I'm visualizing a really ugly tree. <laughs> That's all. That's all. When you say okay, a little now, tree, okay, I'm gonna say it again. This time, you visualize a really cute <laughs> okay, one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Leo, two foot tall. <laughs> really cute one. Okay, I can do oh, that. I, like I can it. do I that. Like I can do that. <laughs> Stupid. See perception. <laughs> I love it. No, but like your mom doesn't decorate much for Christmas anymore because she's like, why? And I'm like, good point. Why? She doesn't even, nobody's coming over or, you know, like we weren't, I think she did last year because we all came for Christmas. What did we decorate? It's just a lot of work. Just a tree? I put decorations up. I have some decorations. I have, you know, stockings and I have our books and some hand-me-down shoes my mom gave me. I don't really have anything great, but... One of these days, I will have a beautiful Christmas home. It's a lot of work to store that and keep it and put it out and bring it out and put it back in. And I didn't didn't decorate for Halloween. Um, I definitely don't have anything for Thanksgiving. I don't know what people decorate. I think we have kids' drawings. Oh, which I love that kind of stuff. I love those kind of decorations, like, you know, that are handmade and stuff like that. And that's the other thing, like, with ornaments, people, like, always... There's the new thing. Okay, when I say new thing, last year thing is they have a kids tree 
and then oh, they have a yeah. real tree. That was last year. And it's like the kids' trees, they can decorate how they want. And then the real tree is like beautiful, elaborate. That was a, that's an interesting one to me. Because I'm like, wow, you have, to have, you have to have your tree look so beautiful. Yeah. And perfect. Yeah. That blow and that and that's fine. I think some yeah, people no, just I, like to decorate. And don't get me wrong. I know I sound if really I judgmental had, right now. You are judgmental. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Christmas, so <laughs> just kidding. But I, don't get me wrong. I would love to if I had a tree that I got to decorate my way or whatever. Of course, it'd be adorably me or whatever. But since I have kids and stuff, A, I'm lazy. I'm not going to do two trees. There's just no way. And I don't have the space for two trees. That would drive me insane to have two trees in my house. Um, And I prefer a very Charlie Brown um, personal tree. I like to see a large. Yeah, 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 yeah. One year when we first got here, you cut down our neighbor's tree. <laughs> the house was abandoned. And it was abandoned for a couple of years. So I'm like, hey, sweet, a Christmas tree. And I had to go very far for it. Yeah, you walked across the street <laughs> and cut That's it right. down. Oh, and here you come just dragging it across the street. I'm like, I hope nobody freaking sees you. <laughs> oh, We did have to get the blessing from our neighbor. Which one? Oh, the next door neighbor? Uh-huh. Okay. He came and blessed it for us. Oh, he did? Nice. That was good of Said him. Said thank you. Um, yeah, so that was a good Christmas tree. And then I think the other Christmas tree you got was at... Um, the Crusher. The Crusher, and the kids hated it. It was pretty ugly itself. It wasn't Charlie Brown. It was just ugly. Charlie Brown had, like, has to be a perfect <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's not Charlie Brown. That's, that's Snoopy. Just, yeah, that's, that's a Snoopy just, tree. That's just disgusting. Take that back. Oh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. And then I have a hard time paying $80 for a tree. Because sometimes you can go and pay a lot for real trees. But then the fake trees, I don't want to store it. Yeah. I would much rather have the real tree that I could put in my backyard for seven months after Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Literally, I think I got rid of my Christmas tree like two months ago. Three months ago, maybe. No, nah, it was way I don't longer so. ago than that. What's funny is you probably wouldn't know because I'm the one that got rid of it. It's when we had that dump day. Oh, I think we put it in the dumpster, that one we had the dump. Hmm. So, yes, we did. Have I always let it dry out so we can burn it. That's your, always your plan. Hey, just let it dry out seven months later. Perfect. I think it's ready. Now we can throw it away. And it's like pine needles everywhere. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. I would be okay not decorating for Christmas. But I would, I could not go without listening to Christmas music, though. <laughs> Mary, did you know? <laughs> your baby boy. One day the world. Wow! I like all the different varieties too. It's like they've gotten some real peppy, some mm. rock. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to appease everybody. Christian rocky, <laughs> real Christian like. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I do like the holiday seasons. They are pretty fun. It is fun. Yeah, I like traditions, and that's all it is. Is just traditions. I always yeah. do feel bad for like the Jehovah Witnesses that can't celebrate. The children's. Why not? Why do you? I don't know, but they don't believe in giving gifts. Is that a thing? Maybe we should ask our friends. They know. I'll ask him. Yeah, I think they would know. 
Yeah, because he's saying that he never they grew up Yehovah. Well, he said that uh, I saw him talking to him. He said that they don't they don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe they celebrate Christmas, but they don't give gifts because that's not the reason. I'm not sure. I, I I feel like that would be a good reason. I will I'll I'll ask him and we'll I'll update you guys. Whoa. Okay, please do. Um but yeah, Christmas is always a good time and um I don't know. I really would love to take a trip one time away from the house during Christmas. That'd I know, be fun. That'd be fun. I was just thinking about that. I'm like we should just go somewhere for Christmas. I know, but you do this thing where it's like that's Christmas. We went somewhere that's Christmas, and I'm like, no, that's not Christmas. Christmas is opening up gifts on Christmas Day. I can't open up a cruise. I'm already there. <laughs> I'll let you open the door. <laughs> yeah. How dare Come you? Come in. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> You've arrived. My dream, though, this year, which probably won't happen, is I really want to go to Tennessee and get an Airbnb for Christmas. That would be my dream. But then I think about the travel over there, the stay, and then obviously Christmas on top of it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Having to pack all the gifts. I'll just shop there. Just roll past. Because <laughs> all they want is clothes anyways this year. I don't know. Um, and I did want a dog, but we already have that. So, voila. Uh-huh. We're already, we're already, Christmas has already come pretty much in our household. I know it's hard because it's Christmas year-round. Yeah. If it fans and butts was candies and nuts, it'd be Christmas year round. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much Christmas yeah. year round in our yeah, house. Pretty yep. much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, but yeah. Tis the season to be jolly. Do you uh-huh. feel like people are more jolly during the holidays or less jolly? I think people are more jolly. You think so? Maybe it's just my perception because I'm more jolly. Think so? Well, I was. I just had read on Facebook about uh, a couple that she asked, "Do you couples have separate bank accounts, joint bank accounts, and how do you do it?" And she had said something like, "I'm sick of paying late fees for bills that I can't even do because he set them up, or something like that, or the, the spouse set them up." Um, and I was thinking, "Huh, that's interesting because we obviously have joint everything." Um, but there's bills that you, you pay or have set up that I don't have access to, but I am a firm believer in auto draft. Yeah. Just auto draft my stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're not auto drafting it, then yeah, I can get mad because I don't like my shiz getting turned off or, you know, like getting bill called. And auto draft is so simple. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. It's Mm -mm. done. Yeah. I just got to make sure there's money in there and then I'm fine. But I'm probably not the wisest money person. No, I have. A, if they, if everybody would just draft their money out of my account, it'd be way easier than me having right. to write them a check or do something <laughs> like. Yeah. Here, just can you just take my money? Just, just take, take my it. money for me. Make please. it easy. Yeah. yeah. And then that's like the other thing we we're talking about yesterday is like, who the hell ain't taking Venmo? And yeah. in today's world, yes. I mean, this is becoming so easy. Why are we making it so hard? Venmo, Zelly, any of them. 
you got to have an electronic form of transferring money. It's so simple. Yeah. And right. then when I yeah. ask people, hey, okay, so can I bid on you? Oh, we don't have that. We have to write me a check. What? Yeah, we. You live where? In Africa? Because <laughs> I'm in the U.S. playing with freaking Venmo. Ugh. I don't it's know. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I'm you want, massively disgusted. You want me to get cash? <laughs> How gross. I, bar- I have cash right now, though, which is very odd for me. You made me cash. get it out. So I now I have cash. I have some cash. <laughs> that was yeah. a whistle, cash. <laughs> I'm whistling cash. <laughs> whistle, whistling Dixie. <laughs> Oh, but I think that's easier. I wonder, are you an online shopper? I'm not. I probably should be more of a one. I don't know. It I'm vaguely an online shopper. Yeah, when it's convenient, but I'm so like. Do you even know what I'm you're so going to get me this year? I already told you. What did I say? Dog sweater. <laughs> dog sweater. <laughs> Look at my own dog sweater. <laughs> Like for me, like me a dog sweater. Yeah, or I'm gonna for get my you a dog. dog. Yeah, I'm gonna get if you. you got me a dog sweater that was like a poodle, I'd love it. <laughs> you and your dog could match. <laughs> yeah, we'd be so cute. <laughs> um, no, I want bar stools because we have a naked bar uh-huh. with no stools. <laughs> um, but this is what's wrong with us. This is why our life is not always put together. Is because we have to have the perfect. Oh my God! Yes. Excuse me. I bought bar stools too, and you're like, no, 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 hate them. So don't tell me, oh my gosh, yes. because you're part of the problem. I have to appease you as well. So, exactly. I. What? I have a very particular taste in bar stools. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I do not. I've tried to buy like six of them. You're like, no, hate it. <gasps> hate them. Hate it. Name them. You have not. But I was that's at fine. Oh my Marshalls. God. No, you, there's no way because the ones I got at Marshall's, you didn't like because you want them to twist up. You wanted them. I want them oh, adjustable. No, you, uh, yeah. I, you want them adjustable. To twist oh, up. that's right. Because you wanted the really ugly ones that almost look like, uh, hair salon chairs with like the circly base. And then it has like the office chair rise and fall. And I'm not into that. Mm. I think that looks more to modern than I'm looking for. Let's just have a cabinet maker make us some really ugly wood ones. Okay. No, and I don't want them chunky either. Yeah. I know, this is hard. But I want them comfortable. Yes. I think I want them cushiony, but I want them comfortable. I don't know if I want them pack. I don't want them fabric, though, because I don't want them to get stained. Uh So I think we need a leather cushioned tall one at least pleather at least so yes that's on my list height if you will oh some yak 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 that was a hard yak yakety yak don't talk back what's on your christmas list oh i did just see that dewalt came out with a coreless roofing nailer you don't even roof hmm you watch roofs. Mm, good point. <laughs> you need binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know either. Do you guys have? I I'd wonder if everybody else has stools. a heart. I have almost gift anxiety, if, is what I would call it, is because I have this hard time of I don't want to buy something you don't want because I have a feeling. Sorry, Mata. My mom is a great gift giver, but sometimes I feel like 
don't just give a gift to give a gift. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, that's really nice that you gave me this gift that I don't really want or uh-huh. I don't really want to use. So it's like, then don't waste your money on it. I know that's rude. That's really rude probably to say. <laughs> hey, just Venmo me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thank was, you hey, was so thinking much. About you. Hey, it's 24 that bucks. would mean a lot more to me, I think, than genius. a gift. It is. because doing that. Because I just, I have particular, not tastes, but like, it's just everybody's different. And I think you just have to have the right, you have to know. And there's not very often, like even from my own parents, like I don't get them gifts all the time every year for like birthdays and stuff. But when I do see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so my mom. She will so love that or that's so my dad or whatever. Then I will get it. But you know crazy is I've been married to you for 15 years and I still don't know what to get you. I know. You know what? Because I'll buy something. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Ugh, hate it. <laughs> Okay, wow. I, Nana, I don't, I don't, I really, you're tasting shoes. I'm like, I don't even get, I couldn't even begin to start <laughs> to buy. I'm like, I'm going to go, let me get the ugliest one. Boom. She'll let, oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, but you never gave gifts to me for a long time. It took you a long time to learn how to give a gift, I think. I gave you three sweaters one Christmas. Hated it. Why? Give <laughs> took, me one. Took two of them back. My daughter's wearing it right now. She wears that sweater. <laughs> the first sweater you ever bought me, she's wearing it. Actually, I still do wear one of the other sweaters, that cream one. But, yeah, you're just, you just, uh, and I come, my, like I said, my mom is an amazing gift giver uh-huh. she just is um i have a hard time when i specifically go out to go shopping that's truth. where it's like if i go out and just go just you and that's not how it goes that's not that's not how shop that's not how it do, you do it you do it like this you start thinking about the person what they would like what they might need and then you go from idea and then you go buy the idea you can't just go out hoping you're gonna walk past the, go- <laughs> right. the good idea you're not going to ah it's bullshit yeah so you i go to seven to stores and nothing jumps out at me <laughs> it's like nothing grabs your me. wife loves this <laughs> no she doesn't love that at uh, all actually uh, it, the like, sign said so, though. There's like a few pla- I mean, you could go to World Market and almost buy anything there, and I would love it. You could go to Anthropology, no, and I, I would love everything I there. I guarantee that I would go to World Market and I'd buy something that you hated. I don't know how you do it. You got a gift. I have a, you, gift. <laughs> you have a I gift. I have a gift. Oh, I just love it. I was like, <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Yeah, wait, of? why would you buy that? Because I thought you would like it. Well, you know what? <laughs> but here's the truth. Okay. I have this really big expectation. I've, I've learned to not have one, but when we first got married, I had super high expectations of Christmas and my birthday because like I just said, my Christmases were fatty. My birthdays were fatty when I grew up. So I kind of think I just had this expectation of being showered with gifts for my birthdays and Christmases. And then when you would come home, when I opened, I think, A, I opened a thing of prenatal vitamins at my mom's house. It was in my stocking. <clears throat> yeah, that's not opening. I'm sorry. It was in my stocking. But the fact, I was like, why would you even give me prenatals? But at the time, I'm like, hate it. <laughs> Stupid, crappy crapster. And then I think one time you wrapped a charm from Tiffany's in a huge, huge box. And then a little box, like the big box hated it. I was like, thank you for my little charm. I couldn't even put it on anything. I don't even think I had a bracelet for it. Did I? 
I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Is you you have loving thoughts, bad execution. I don't even remember that. You do not. You do too. Is that <laughs> no, your mom's? I don't. Is that your mom's house? The charm one. I don't remember. Was, I think it was almost like our second Christmas or something. I don't remember. But anyways, I've always had really high expectations. Maybe I get this from my parents because my parents kind of go through this. My dad is not a very good gift giver himself. I know. You know, I lied. He is a good gift giver in his brain. It's very logical gifts. One year I got three different types of hairsprays. <laughs> you need hairspray? Here's three different Here's types. Here's Aquanet. <laughs> yeah. Suave. <laughs> and herbal essence. <laughs> Get after it. <laughs> Spray that hair. <laughs> but, but now I am getting a lot better of just being grateful for whatever I am given. And don't buy me anything if it's just on a whim. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like when you do that, though. I don't like when you go to get me something just because you think you have to get me something. Mm. That doesn't feel good either. You know what I mean? And I think that's where I run into trouble is like, oh, I'd have to do this instead of wanting to do it. Yeah. And I think you've changed your mindset a lot. Like, but I think what's hard for you is like you do get me things throughout the year or whenever you do go buy something, like if you see something, they're like, Ooh, Allie would really like that. Like a new pair of gloves, work gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I did give you my hand-me-down watch. Oh, that's right. You did give me a watch. Like you do things like that. Like all out of the blue, I'll get a new Samsung watch because you want a new one. (laughs) And then everybody has to get one. You get a new phone. I get your old one. It's really (laughs) sweet of you. I love it. So, so I think this is the first phone that you've got. And no, your S9 was. Oh yeah. And my S10. You haven't gotten a hand-me-down in a while. No, because it's done the buy one, get one. Oh yeah. And we have kids because now they get all of our hand-me-downs. So we have to buy two And I used to have a whole stock of phones. And then as our kids have grown up, my stock of phones has been depleted. Yeah. I wonder what age people give kids phones, you think, mm-hmm. averagely now. And and I wonder what, what, what stipulations... Because there's, there's parents out there that are dedicated to disciplining their kids. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. um, if I take my kid's phone away, it's like disciplining myself. Or I have to, like, s- stick to my guns or, like... Yeah. It's just like I have to do something. Well, like even this morning, It dude. inconveniences me to discipline them. <laughs> I know. Could you already grow up already and be good people without me trying? Um, but even this morning, what just bugs me is like when they're getting a drink of water, when they're eating food, like it, it's in their hand. Seriously, looking like, for their put shoes. Put the damn phone down. Yeah. Put it down, Freaking you Freaking phone faces. But I don't know. I, I don't know. There's always like stipulations. Like I, I under house, I understand house chores should be a thing on top of their responsibilities, but that's probably my worst. Uh, I don't stay on them enough for their chores, but they do great in school. They're always busy in sports and other things, so I'm always kind of like, oh, I guess so. But that's probably me just being lazy. Maybe I mean, they're busy for eight hours a day, like a normal work day. Yeah, but still. There, we don't, there's not, it's not like we just do normal work days. Um, there's always, there's dinner to be cooked. There's dishes to be done. I mean, there's, even Your though you're, even though they're working done. eight hours a day, they still have home chores. There's still things yeah, that have to be done. There's still life that needs mm-hmm. it. And that's my biggest thing lately. I keep on just being like, I always say like, uh, when you have roommates, they're not going to appreciate Seriously. this kind of lifestyle. Like your slobbiness, like even Paige's ramen pot and, uh, whatever, 
strainer yeah. that she uses every time. It's like, hey, wipe this up, clean it up, and put it away because these are your dishes. Yeah, you made it, this, and it's your dishes. And it's very imperative that you get used to this now because I promise you, you're not going to have the excuses of, oh, I was letting it cool down or I was letting it soak soak or what you're, those aren't excuses that are acceptable when you live with other people so pull your weight yeah, yeah seriously pull your weight and that's where i yeah even all the kids hate pull your own weight yeah if you get it out put it away well, that's the biggest thing is, and i'm trying to but i've got to start yep i was gonna say life. and i'm trying <laughs> yeah. to be better at a better example of pulling my own weight as well because i definitely I'm just like everybody else. I would prefer not to do dishes. I would prefer not to fold my laundry. I would prefer not to do any of that, actually. I'd prefer to paint something. (laughs) Or, you know, like do a project that I want to do. You know, whatever. Um, But it's just just imperative to pull your own weight. And shit, it's taken us... It's taken me a long time to grow up. But Mm -hmm. we're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly but surely... Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. But even like Gary Vee talks, hey, he's like, people think that when they hit 30 that their life is over. I mean, yeah. but it's like, You're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. We've got, I've got 60 years before I'm 90. Mm-hmm. And and there's people that reinvent, there's, there's no limit to life. No. Life keeps going and I can reinvent myself tomorrow or I can change tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. But still, it's it, 35. Hey, we're still learning. And mm-hmm. we don't have to have it figured out. We don't have to have all the answers. No, and I don't. You know, and what my biggest thing for me is like there's people, it's, it's usually about like health and weight for me. Uh-huh. But it's like there's people that die really young. And I'm like, it, I'm not saying that they're fit and healthy or whatever. I'm not, whatever. But I'm just like, did it really matter? Did it really matter to look the part and know, to look right? and to look beautiful or to have uh-huh. it all put together and have all the things and all the successful successfuls? Yeah. And then you die young. You know what I mean? Did those things really matter? And that's where I feel like I struggle in my transition of my thirties or <sighs> my mid thirties, I guess. Is like not that I see anybody in particular maybe it's judgments or jealousies probably with people that do look amazing or look the part or have everything put together. But at the end of the day, it's like, do those little things really matter? Right. Did it really matter that you got to your goal weight? But maybe, I mean, I guess it's about the accomplishment. I bet, well, I guess yeah. it's about setting a goal and reaching it, which no, is there's pretty definitely awesome. Things that, there's things that matter and reaching goals matter and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's just so many things in life that people put energy into that don't matter. That that right. won't matter in a year from now. That don't matter in when they're dead. And and at the end of the day, when we when we are dead or when we did do die, did those things even matter? Like no. why would I? Why did I rip myself off? What was the price that I paid to put this much energy into that, as opposed to putting that much energy into my kids or my love or right. my like? What what was the price that I paid for that? For that maybe reputation or for that the look or for um, whatever. Yeah, I know. And that's it. It's just, I don't know. It's just interesting because like, I know we go back to religion a lot, but because we're surrounded by it, like with family and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but that's where I kind of go to that sense where like, did it really matter that when we were on vacation, we were camping and you had to go to church 
you had to go drive to go find a church house. Like, did it, do you think that really mattered in the scheme of things? I don't know. It just is hard for me to compartmentalize why things are so important like that. Earthly things are so important like that. I guess my drive for today is legitimately my five people. Yeah. You know, and uh, like my five people mean a lot to me. And I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing my five is expanding. There's some other people in my life that have come into my life that I'm like, I really do love them. I love them as friends. And they are people that would have my back no yeah. matter what. Uh-huh. And that's huge. I think even now it's like, wow, there really are people I could call in a second yeah. that would be here yeah. that aren't just my family. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's a difference for me because there was a long time I just didn't give a shit really about anybody except my five. Yeah. But. And your five is important. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's a huge thing. It's just so telling. If you want to see where your life is, look at who you're around. Right. I mean, that's pretty easy. And you may like these people. They may Mm -hmm. be nice people, but are they bringing you down? Are they bringing you up? Right. Or, or, you know, are, if yeah. they're overweight, are you overweight too? Yeah. Well, and that's like, and that's where I read that thing where it's like, you are, you know, the five people you hang around with. I, when I say five, I mean my family, my kids, <laughs> yeah, my, uh-huh. my five crew. Your tribe. Yeah. Um, but it is true. It's like, if you are, if you hang out with four overweight people, you're more, more unlikely going to be the fifth overweight person. Or if you're hanging out with four really broke, you know, people, you'll probably be the fifth broke person. Mm -hmm. And it is really true. And I guess growing up, my mindset of who you hung out with was all religious based. Like, oh, those are the kids are doing. I guess my idea of what's wrong is just so different. You know what I mean? Like these things are wrong and these things are right. Like cussing is wrong. Watching radar movies was wrong. Uh, Not going to church was wrong or whatever. Ditching was wrong. And now I think wrong is... A lot more things like, you know, being mean to somebody, authentically hurting somebody's feelings is pretty wrong. A stealing from somebody is mm-hmm. pretty freaking wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just things like that, I think, are the more wrong things. And uh, seeing my, you know, and seeing my kids and who they hang out with. To be honest, my kids, like, I don't, they don't hang out with, they do hang out with the same group pretty much all the time and they're all really good kids i mean they're all still young you know i think they all still have good hearts yeah you know yeah definitely most kids do i think even in poor households Mm -hmm. most kids have good hearts but then again i haven't come across real shitheads either so yeah i mean they're out there yeah I, i i so i hear but it's just yeah it's just that's an interesting one because I always feel bad saying my opinion of how to raise my kids or how I raise kids. Um, and I might have it just freaking lucky too, though, you know? And I think that's what's just hard because I might just be talking out of my ass and saying, this is what I do, this is what I think helps my kids be the great kids that they are. But on the flip side, I don't, I don't. My kid, I don't think that we've had to deal with any major problems of like depression or anxiety or things like that. But my biggest belief is we don't have any expectations. And I think religion mm-hmm. is a huge one. Yeah. A- and absolutely. I would say 85% of households have religion in their household. And it's a big expectation. Uh-huh. 
even no matter what the religion. Sure. It's a big expectation. <clears throat> it, it is a huge expectation. And it comes with stipulations. Yeah. It does. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, I have some friends that their their child was dealing with uh, suicide, suicidal thoughts and things like that. And that just, I'm like, you know, we've talked about, like, how do you help? How, how where do we help yeah. that? And and like you were saying with your all, hashtag almost me too, it's like you don't, if your parents put you in therapy, maybe that would have made it uh-huh. really bad, sick, uh-huh. and wrong, and it would have turned things around. So I think that's where I, it's so hard in today's society is how do you handle these situations in the right manner? Yeah, because there's no blanket. No. There's no umbrella that no. says, hey, X happened, now you do Y. And what's hard is my blanket is take religion out. Uh, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so that's why go, it's so hard for me. Let go of God. Let go yeah. of, of... That's why it's so hard for me because that's my reality. My reality yeah. is take that shit out and you're done. It's oh, easy. But then again, but we that's, started... That's me. Yeah, that's just my experience. That's just my life. And... Um, but, when I, but when I did let go of all that, um, anxiety was gone. I still get anxious about dumb things sure but nothing like i used to yeah i'm not afraid of of disappointing or not making it anymore yeah i accept myself for who i am and that's about all i can offer yeah right i mean it is true i mean this is who i am take it or leave it um i think my dad one one time it rings in my ears a lot but he said do you think that people should just accept people for who for who they are because I think he had read something like that and for him that doesn't ring true for him for him it's like no you're supposed you're supposed to be like this you don't I don't just accept I don't have to accept you because I think it was more like maybe probably with LGBT like gays and that kind of stuff like do I have to accept you because of this is or that's and to me it's like Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Uh-huh. You do have to accept people for who they are because at the end of the day, you don't have that ability to know really who they are or not to hold them standard, yeah. uh, the standard of who they really are because you have no clue. No. I don't know. It's just we live in a bizarre, bizarre time of... We live in a really interesting time because it, it almost is like if you're offended, then the person that offends you needed to change. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. It's like that, that's crazy that we have all these people on TV and stuff that are on the news or things that are offended at something somebody said and, and they're blaming that person for it instead of, instead of, well, like you account- want to seem I mean, crazy is uh, that one article I read, of course, on Snapchat Daily News because that's <laughs> my news. Uh, the the 72-year-old man that had transitioned into a woman in the 80s and then back into a man in 91. So transition woman, 84, back to a man, 91. But he was saying when he was a child, his grandmother used to dress him up in dresses Uh and she would tell him this would be our little secret. Don't tell your parents. And she would tell him how cute he looked in these dresses. And then he so his parents didn't let him when they found out, wouldn't let the grandma watch him anymore. And then um, he was molested by an uncle. And so then he went to a therapist that actually uh, more pushed him into transition. He was like, what's funny is he didn't even, we didn't even talk about abuse or anything like that. So 
he he was like, I just wanted, it wasn't that I wanted to be a woman. Now he has this realization. Uh-huh. It's not that I wanted to be a woman. I just wanted to be a different person. Yeah. He didn't like who he was. He wanted to fix all the broken problems inside matter. him. And it didn't fix anything. Uh-uh. Him changed, being a woman, yeah. And then he went back. So then what's crazy now is he's being, he's being like a... Advocating? No, sure, but I meant more. I mean, more like even by the transgender community, we're even shaming him for being like not rich, you know, like so he was even being shamed in the transgender community going back and forth. And so it's just so funny that we live in this crazy universe of confusion from a child from childhood to all this, like, hey, well, you can be like this, you can be like that, you could be like this, well, maybe you're like this, and, you know, we just need to be accepting, and all these things, it's like, and everybody's super confused, you know what I yeah. mean? It's just like, there's so much confusion out there, even now that parents raise their kids gender neutral. Gender neutral, yeah. It's like, and, but yet, like, my neighbor, her daughter's raising her child gender neutral, and she says, once again, this is the grandmother's point of view, but she was like, She's a girl. The daughter's a girl. The granddaughter is. And they're raising her gender neutral. And they were like, when she wants to play with dolls and stuff, they'll give her trucks, Uh you know, and stuff like that. Like, are you sure you don't want to play with these trucks? Because they're so overly concerned that she wants to be a girl. Right. You know, like, no, you really need to decide. And it's like, we're we're freaking kids. We're baby. Like, I get it. That is the norm. You give a girl a doll. I get it. I don't know. My our nephew grew up wore dresses. <laughs> Remember those dress up dresses in the Cinderella one? Oh yeah. I mean, it's yeah. no big deal. No. I mean, it's not like we're like, oh, you're such a cute boy. You know, like I don't know. I just think it's a lot of the energy people put on things. Like there's uh-huh. some dads out there that are like, Oh, hell no. You take that dress right off. We're not wearing that. Take that gay porn right out of here. <laughs> But, but yeah, and it's interesting that a lot of, I mean, there's so many expectations on children. Yeah, a lot. And and there's some that are more expectable. Like there's there's parents there's there's parents that are really expectable. Like they they have a lot of expectations, and there's some that have fewer. Mm-hmm. But man, it's tough being raised with with so many expectations. Yeah. With with so many shoulds or shouldn'ts and with all the rights and wrongs and stuff. And it is, it is confusing. Yeah, it is. Because sometimes you don't even know why you're in trouble. (laughs) Right. Well, and that's, and yeah, that's just the thing. It's just like, there is no, there's no answer and there is no guidebook. And you know, I know that we say this a lot and that's why we do live in cash way is because it's like, everybody has a way. Everybody uh-huh. has a way they live, and that's what makes it cohesive. And if it's not cohesive and you're not enjoying it, you need to change it. Yeah. Because even in my life, there's definitely times that I'm like, okay, this is getting real effing annoying. Me doing everything or yeah. us, not, you know, I need to put a schedule down of when I want to do these things because it's bothering me or yeah. whatever. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's miserable to, I mean, it's miserable to live in an, uh, an offendable because yeah. I mean, holy cow! Every time, it's I'm just looking to be offended. Like I'm looking for something to offend me. Or I've, I know, and, and I just don't understand that. Like even I was talking to um, my friend, and I was you know talking about our podcast of like, hey, if people don't like my podcast, they can turn it off. 
You uh-huh. can push stop. You can stop listening really fast. And I don't know why people keep on coming back if they hate it. But it's just like she said, I don't watch Fox News because yeah. I don't agree with it. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. Turn my shit off if you don't agree with it. But people like to, they like to not be offended. They like to disagree. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Like they like that. I don't know, not contentious, but I don't know what it is. They like to listen to disagree. And I don't get me wrong. I do it. I do it, I sure. guess, with Mormon church stuff. Sometimes oh, yeah. I'll listen to <laughs> right? conferences where I'm like, oh, let's listen yeah. to what's new. <clears throat> oh, yeah, nothing. <clears throat> oh, yeah, <clears throat> nothing's new. <laughs> Seriously. No, but, it's uh, true. So, yeah, I get it. Or even like the porn site, Cherry Poppers, I kept on going back to a hundred <laughs> times. But, but it just baffles me that people will torture themselves over and over and over. Uh-huh. And, and it's, it's not like, very fun on. to live offended. No, it's, it's so not. miserable. And even like with the church stuff, it's like it's not it's not an enjoyable feeling to be pissed off. Uh-uh. You I've know? been through it. Yeah. I go through it. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, there's times of bitterness when leaving the church. And I'll go through bitterness. it again few years later and do it all over again and realize all over again that I'm just mad about it. You know, I'm mad that this is like this Uh and I wish it would be like this. You know what I mean? Like I wish that they would just be honest about these things and not everybody. And it was a really open place for anybody to feel accepted. But the truth in reality is it's not like that. No. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it is aggravating, but the truth is that doesn't change anything. Me being aggravated doesn't change anything. So, I need to be at peace with yep. my life and being at peace with my life is stepping away from the things that are bringing me I, peace. I get to choose whether I want to be happy or yeah. upset and I get to eliminate things in my life that would offend me or yeah. I get to avoid a situation that may be offensive well, and to be reactive. I right. get to be proactive and, and like, be... But even like our Christmas talk about me expecting every year uh, a certain thing, like I literally was disappointed for the first five, six years of our marriage, probably more. Uh, <laughs> but I would be, I'd be, I literally would be ready to be disappointed. Like before uh-huh. Christmas even came, before my birthday even came, I already knew I was gonna be disappointed because you wouldn't get me what I think that, you know, you, I, I just would be like, you don't even know me. It would just mean so much to me. I would put so much of this narrative on it uh-huh. that wasn't really true. And that's where it's like, I had to change that. I had to start looking at it differently or I was going to have a miserable, miserable <laughs> life for the rest of my life. And it's just dropping your expectations. Yeah. Don't have any expectations of anything. Nobody owes you anything. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. I, I, that's a tough lesson to learn because I, I felt like, you know, even my family, I felt like my family owed me to, uh, to listen to me. But they don't. Did you change that? No, you I didn't. Not. I don't know how. All right. Well, let's do final thoughts because it's going to beep on us in 30 seconds. But um, Nobody owes you anything. Final thought. Nobody owes you anything. And don't have expectations. Yeah, that's and mine too. Nobody enjoy, expectations. Enjoy the Christmas season. This will yeah, be fun. Yeah, this will be fun. I'm excited to see what this... Thanksgiving's first though. Yeah. Enjoy Thanksgiving, everybody. Get with your family and love on them. Yeah. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Um, have a good one. And hey, send me some good barstools because I need them. Maddie. Bye. Thanksgiving.